Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Welcome to Ask Wardy. Today we're talking about the top essential oils to use in your cooking and how to use them. So it's fascinating. It's something that I love to do because essential oils not only have great health benefits, but they have tons of flavor. So we're going to talk about the safety of it, how to go about it, and of course, my top five favorites. The show notes are ready for you. If you go to askwardy.tv, look for episode 108. In fact, we're going to be following along with this great infographic that you can save to your computer, you can pin, you can put it on your desktop, you could print it if you'd like, you could follow along. So you want to go to askwardy.tv and look for episode 108 for that. Also, all the notes from and links from today's episode are there waiting for you as well. So today's question comes from Belinda G. She says, I'm ready to dip my toes in the water, cooking with essential oils, I mean. Can you share the top essential oils you love to use in cooking and how, what you use them in? Thanks so much, Wardy. That's a great question, Belinda. I really appreciate it. It's a fun, a fun thing for us to talk about. So the first thing we're going to talk about really is the safety of it. Is it safe to use essential oils in cooking? And we have a really in-depth article, um, as well as a past Ask Wardy, on the safety issue with ingesting essential oils for health and or culinary purposes. So you definitely want to follow the link with the show notes to read that in depth. Um, We're all about here doing your own research, making your own decisions. We do advise caution with pregnancy, infants, newborns, and children. So it's always great to err on the side of caution. But if you don't have any special issues and you've done all your research, of course, refer to our articles and have come to the conclusion that it's safe, then this is going to be great information for you. Okay, and by the way, whenever we're talking about using essential oils on our bodies or in our cooking, we're talking about high quality essential oils. So therapeutic grade. And the ones we recommend come from Rocky Mountain Oils or Aroma Foundry, and you'll find links to these um, companies with uh, the show notes. So it's very important. I love these companies because they're affordable and high quality. Oh, one more thing. I do want to let you know that we're talking about essential oils here and safe usage, but essential oils goes so far with uh, things you can make for your body, things you can uh, make for your household. And my friend, Dr. Eric Z and his wife, Sabrina, are sharing for free a 10-part video class on essential oils. They're gonna give um, lots and lots of information and tips about using essential oils in your home and for your body. And you can get that um, in February. It's starting soon, so it's just a limited time, so hopefully you're watching now. tradcookschool.com slash free EO, where free EO is all one word, and there you can register and save your seat for that free 10-part video class. I really hope you'll join us there. We love Dr. Eric's work. His wife, Sabrina, is a sweetheart. They're good friends of ours. They both are guest teachers. Um, in our recent Women's Health e-course. So if you guys are members or have taken part in that course, then you already know them and you definitely want to check out um, more information from Dr. Eric. So let's talk now about the five essential oils for cooking. I'm just going to be sharing the information from you on this infographic that we have created for you with the top five essential oils, okay? And each one of these is going to have three parts. 
first, a little bit about it. Second is um, where you can use it, what kind of foods and recipes. And third is a quick tip, okay? And there's a lot more information if you just go to the show notes, but we're just gonna keep it short, sweet, simple on today's episode. So the top essential oil number one, oh, I got these out of order, lemon. Not a surprise, huh? If any of you guessed lemon, right on. Lemon is beautiful. It's like liquid sunshine. It's bright and fresh. You got this lemony zing, um, and it gives digestive and immune benefits to your uncooked dishes. So that's a little bit about it. Where can you use it? Salad dressings, ice cream, no-bake cookies, yogurt, smoothies, lemonades. Lemonades, uh, yes, lemonades. Marinades is what I meant to say. So anywhere where you would use lemon, use your lemon essential oil. At the end of the episode, I'll be sharing kind of methods and usage tips to give you specifics on how to bring them into your recipes. Let's go on to number two, and it's peppermint. If you guessed that, good job. Love peppermint. Did you know that one drop of peppermint is the equivalent of 28 cups of peppermint tea? That's how potent it is. It's awesome. And if you use it in raw recipes, then peppermint can be an excellent digestive aid uh, because it can help get rid of an upset stomach within minutes. So where would you use it? Well, where else would you have peppermint in your dishes? Lots of desserts like ice cream, fudge, smoothies, cookies, brownies, cheesecake, bars. Thin mints didn't get to be thin mints without a reason. We love them. And that leads me into my quick tip, which is peppermint goes great with anything chocolate or citrus, and a little goes a long way. Again, at the end, I'll talk to you about how to use these in your recipes. Essential oil number three. I'll be really curious if any of you guessed this one. Basil. Yes, they're essential oils. Just like we use herbs in our cooking, they're essential oils that are herbs as well, and a lot of them can be used in our cooking. We're just scratching the surface here. So basil contains powerful antioxidants. It can improve digestion, reduce water retention, and it can even kill parasites. Really powerful stuff. How, where would you use it? Where do you use basil in your kitchen? Italian dishes, right? Uh, Salad dressings, meatloaf. You can even do um, ice cream. Basil ice cream's a thing, it absolutely is. You can put it in your homemade mayonnaise. You can use it to flavor your hummus. A quick tip really has to do with the potency of basil. Basil is so potent that a drop may be too much. And in fact, as if you have leftovers, the flavor will get stronger. So you really, really wanna go on the light side. Well. How do you use less than a drop? You use a toothpick. That's why I have this prop here. So you dip a toothpick in your bottle and then you put that in your dish and you know, move it around to transfer off the basil. You definitely wanna start slow and light with basil. Number four is orange. And I actually have blood orange here because I love blood orange. And orange, really the citruses, fresh and energizing. They can boost your digestion and your immune system. And they're very versatile. They can be used in both sweet and savory dishes. Love orange. Where would you use it? Anything, chocolate, granola, smoothies, ice cream, Asian dishes. Asian dishes have a lot of orange. No-bake cookies, dressings, cookies, yogurt, fruit, dip, tea, and cheesecake. In fact, we have a uh, dark chocolate and orange cheesecake recipe at traditionalcookingschool.com. You can search for it. It's a cheesecake you can make in the Instant Pot pressure cooker. Uh, if you don't have the Instant Pot, you could bake it in the oven as well. So a quick tip, if you've got a recipe that calls for orange zest, you would use one to two drops of this essential oil instead. Again, orange, blood orange, they both are great. Okay, so now we're at number five. 
This is a popular ingredient in our kitchens, cinnamon bark. And in particular, you want the essential oil that's called cinnamon bark. It has to have bark in the title. That's the one to use in cooking. And look, it comes in a very small size. It's expensive. We have a great one there from um, Rocky Mountain Oils. And yep, I just gotta take a whiff. Wow, that is beautiful. So cinnamon bark treats urinary tract infections, it protects the kidneys, it improves digestive health, and it relieves a toothache while it adds that pungent, spicy, and really aromatic um, and warming flavor to foods. Really beautiful. Where would you use it? Well, where do you use cinnamon in baking? A lot of those quick breads and muffins, so that makes the list. Cookies and cakes, frosting pies, oatmeal, granola, pancakes, and waffles. And this is another one that's very potent. One drop might be too much, so this is one where you wanna use that toothpick. So we've come to the end of the top five oils, lemon, peppermint, basil, orange, and cinnamon bark. And hopefully they've whet your appetite because those are wonderful flavors, aren't they? Uh, let's talk about the methods for subbing and using essential oils in your cooking. You always wanna keep in mind that essential oils should be added to recipes that contain fat and you know a significant amount of fat because these are oils and oil mixes with oil. You know that chemistry rule? Oil repels water and vice versa, but oil mixes with oil. And they're so potent and powerful. Um, essential oils should be diluted if you feel comfortable ingesting them. And so they need to be diluted in fat. That is how to safely dilute them. So your recipes have to have a significant amount of fat or we don't recommend using them. The two methods for doing it, the method one really is, um, I alluded to this, it's you're replacing herbs and spices. So the essential oils that are essentially the same as herbs and spices, two of them are right here, your cinnamon and your um, basil. Those are like the herbs and spices you probably have in your cupboard. Others would be clove or sage or marjoram. The names are the same, so that's a big clue, and you would want to add them at, to your dishes at the end of the cooking so that the aromas and the health benefits are preserved. And one drop is like one teaspoon of dried herb, or in the case of bold herbs like thyme and basil, oregano, rosemary, and marjoram, the cinnamon bark too, um, only a tiny bit is necessary, and so that's where you want to use a toothpick to transfer your amount to your dish. Um, if you can't tell already, but um, essential oils can be very cost-effective in the long run because uh, they last a long time, longer than herbs, dried herbs do, and they just a tiny, tiny bit can account for, like we were talking about, a teaspoon of herbs. So your second method is replacing extracts. So if you looked in your baking cupboard, you might have vanilla extract, um, orange extract, mint extract, lemon extract. Well, your essential oils can replace those really yummy to do that and so the substitution ratio is that um, a teaspoon of your extract is a quarter teaspoon of your essential oil so the possibilities there you've got cheesecakes and your cookies and your bars and your ice cream and your popsicles your smoothies if I didn't say that already you can use essential oils in those and even though I said a quarter teaspoon replaces one teaspoon of extract you might back that off and just start with a couple drops and increase till you get the amount you need it's Easier to add more than to subtract, right? There we are. The methods, uh, the top five essential oils, and I'm gonna wrap up now by uh, giving you where you can get more information. So if you go to askwardy.tv and you look for episode 108, we not only have all this information and an infographic for you to save, 
but there are links to get recipes for using these essential oils. So be sure to check those out. You'll want to follow the link to, to the, get the in-depth info on the top five essential oils for cooking. And within each section, we have a whole list of recipes that use these essential oils. Additionally, I'm going to invite you again to the free 10-part essential oils class. I was given the green light by our friend Dr. Eric Z and his wife Sabrina to invite you, so I want to make sure you take advantage. It's a 10-part video masterclass that is for free. You can watch it from the comfort of your home in your pajamas if you'd want. Go to tradcookschool.com slash free EO, where free EO is all one word. And do check it out. It's starting soon in February, so you want to reserve your seat now. There are thousands of people already signed up, so I'm going to give you two pieces of advice. One is get registered so you make sure there's room. But number two, when you get the email each day telling you about the new lesson, because each lesson will be up for one day, make sure to log on and get in fairly quickly, uh, just because there's going to be a lot of volume of people, and you want to make sure that you get access to the information. I know that they have really powerful servers and all that, but things happen and you don't want to miss access so I'm just going to encourage you to get registered and then take action when you get your access. Here are the topics they're covering. Awesome! Lesson one is an aromatherapy quick start guide. Lesson two is an inhalation guide and safety tips. Lesson three is your topical application guide and safety tips. Lesson four is your internal use guide and safety tips. So safety is a common thread through all this. Then we get into practical applications with DIY body care products in lesson five. DIY cleaning products in lesson six, and cooking with essential oils in lesson seven, which is what we've been talking about here. Uh, Dr. Eric loves using essential oils in his cooking. Lesson eight is preventing disease with essential oils. Lesson nine is treating disease with essential oils. Two really key parts of the process. We prevent and we treat. And lesson 10 would be advanced strategies and protocols. I think it's amazing. Um, I got a sneak preview of the course and it's really high quality and great information. And as I said, we've worked with Dr. Eric before so we know that his stuff is good. And he and his wife Sabrina are just really sweet Christian people that it's a blessing to learn from. So again, tradcookschool.com slash free EO to sign up for that uh, free video series. It's not gonna be up forever. It's like happening right now in February. So you do need to take action. Just do it right now while you're thinking about it uh, so you don't miss out. Thank you all so much for joining me. It's been a blessing to visit with you and explore essential oils and cooking. I hope that these tips help you uh, just get a lot more flavor and health benefits in your food starting today. And be sure to check out the show notes for all the extra trips, tips we have for you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at tradcookschool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. 
And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.